there, it's Kathleen here, and welcome to The Gathering, bringing God into everyday life. Let me encourage you to not just listen, but partner with God and practice what He speaks to you. You can access more information about me, my newspaper articles, upcoming events, contact me, or purchase my book, Thriving Through Seasons of Grief, on my website at www.kathleenmaxwellramby.com. This podcast is now in 28 countries, and people have donated so that you can listen free. Will you consider paying it forward for someone else by giving a one-time or monthly gift? Simply click the button that says Become a Patron or Patronage at the top of the podcast. And don't forget to click the like or follow, and you'll be the first to know when new episodes are released. Enjoy the podcast. Hey, everyone. So glad you joined me today, and happy Easter week the week before Easter. I'm so excited to just share with you some things um, today that have been on my heart and a little bit about what I've been reading and and thinking about this week as we approach Good Friday um, and Easter Sunday. You know, I was thinking there's, there's so many things right now that remind me of where life was 2,000 years ago or over that, when Jesus was crucified. And I saw several common threads when you think about the story of Jesus and what was going on. And when you think about our lives right now, um, you know, we have threats. We've got all this crazy stuff going on with Ukraine and, and bombings and war and threats. And, you know, that was going on in Jesus' day. And that was going on about Jesus life and my goodness you can't watch the news I was watching something the other night um, on Ukraine and it was literally hard to watch Um, it was hard to just see the people that had been killed and just left in the streets and that sort of thing and you know we watch plenty of action movies here at my house my husband's real big on watching you know just different movies like that and that never has bothered me but seeing these real people really really did and and the other word that came concerning where we are right now in just life with you know threats death we're still dealing a little bit with covid um but was the word trust and the word overcoming and i want to just explain a little bit about that You know, in John 11 and 12, chapter 11 and and chapter 12, it tells us that, you know, Jesus had just raised Lazarus from the dead. He rode into Jerusalem and the people were singing Hosanna and everything was going well. Everything was, you know, was really going good. And then the next thing you know, his life is threatened. I mean, he went from just like fabulous, he's a celebrity, everybody's you know shouting about him in a good way to oh things are not good at all you know his life is threatened and they kill him I mean and it looked like total defeat I can only imagine the dismay that the disciples felt in those days and you you know you may feel like your life is threatened right now and defeated with your circumstances um Maybe with just, maybe you're a widow and you're recovering because you lost your mate or you lost someone to COVID Um, or your business has 
gone down the drain due to the economy and and we've got inflation right now my goodness we've got just a lot gas prices very high we've got a whole lot that are is going on and yet if you really read in the book of revelation it tells us things like this are going to happen but it also tells us how we're going to overcome and you know that's kind of the way so we just talked about jesus and that's kind of the way you know things have i think things have kind of rolled out in our lives 2020 began life was rolling along our economy was good kids were in school and then all of a sudden the pandemic hit many things changed everybody was regrouping and and everything life has started rolling back to normal and then we have all this crazy stuff going on you know with with ukraine and and what what's going to happen and you know death was a definite threat i've been dealing with several widows that have lost people due to the pandemic and it's tough these were young young people and jobs have been lost and there's uncertainty and panic in the air but the bible gives us hope and direction god never leaves us without his holy spirit who is a comforter and it says that in john i've been reading about it i've been reading in john this week and it says in verse 25 john 14 25 it says but the counselor the holy spirit whom the father will send in my name will teach you all things and remind you of everything i have said to you and then jesus and then jesus goes on to say peace i leave with you my peace i give to you i do not give as the world gives do not let your heart be troubled and do not let them be afraid. And right there, it tells us how the, you know, Jesus did ascend, but he left the Holy Spirit. And we have the promise of the Holy Spirit. And, you know, I love the Holy Spirit. I can talk to the Holy Spirit and say, I, I need you to help me. I need your counsel on this situation. How do I handle this? This, um, you know, catastrophe or just situation that I'm in how do I handle it and the Holy Spirit when I just spend time he's such a comforter he's so good at comforting our hearts encouraging our hearts understanding just like a counselor is but he also gives us directions and then I always love how he's a reminder he reminds us of things I can't tell you how many times I've said Okay, Holy Spirit, I need you to remind me where my keys are. I need you to remind me of so-and-so and such-and-such such that I forgot. You know, and, and anyway, look at all the promises in John 14 about the Holy Spirit because there are many. There are many. And, you know, John in John 13, it tells us, Jesus tells us of his crucifixion, his betrayal, and death. He warned, he told what was going to happen. And then in 14, he says, But by the way, don't be afraid. Trust in God and trust also in me. And so we have that promise to trust. Now, trust is a choice for you and for me every day with what we face. We can either panic and be anxious and be all frazzled, or we can choose to trust God, know that he's with us, know that he's going to help us. We may not be able to see the end of the road or around the curve that we've just come up to in the road, but we can trust that the Holy Spirit's with us, 
that God is right there with us to help us walk through. So it looked really bad for Jesus and his disciples, and yet he was totally confident in God. And that's good direction for us, to be totally confident in a God that dearly loves us. And, you know, he directs us in that passage I just read. He directs us to shut the door on fear, to look to him and to look to God. Fear and trust are choices we have. But you can't do both at the same time. You have to choose one or the other. And you get to choose. You get to choose. One of them has to go. But you are the one and the power is in your hands to choose if you're going to walk upset, overwhelmed, or if you are going to walk trusting. And, you know, we have a great opportunity right now to practice our peace and our trust in God, even when the world looks like it is falling apart. Um, you know, the Easter story is such good news because it's all about overcoming. It looked real dark. It looked real dreary. Jesus had been crucified. It's like everything the disciples banked on, left their jobs for, and everything was like down the drain is what it looked like. But God raised Jesus from the dead and overcame. And that overcoming power when we have invited Christ into our hearts, it resides in us. So the Easter story to me is such good news. It's the basis for all Christianity, and it's all about overcoming. And you and I have a wonderful opportunity right now to partner with God in our personal lives and overcome. You know, the definition of overcoming is to get the better of a situation, to get the victory over or succeed in dealing with a problem or a difficulty and you and I have a God-given right to overcome in every situation that we face Jesus died he rose from the grave and when you give your heart to him and he lives in you that same power resides within you it resides within you you know 2nd Corinthians 2 14 says thanks be to God who always leads us to triumph in Christ you know he will lead if we will follow and I just I have to mention, my husband and I went to a, um, a gala this, this past weekend for um, the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. Our little grandson is a type 1 diabetic, and we went to support him. He was an ambassador and um, support my daughter and son-in-law. And we had the opportunity to dance, and we love to dance. But I'm telling you, we dance much better when he leads and I follow. If both of us are trying to leave and do something different, it's not going to work very well. But my daughter actually snapped a video of us dancing, and it was just reminding me about just God leads us to triumph, but we have to follow. And again, that is a choice that we have. So Easter is all about following him. And if you haven't given your heart to Jesus, if you can't say, I know the day that I gave or the year that I gave my heart to the Lord, then I want you to stop right now because that's what Easter and Christianity is all about. It's about how Christ died on the cross for our sins so that we could have life and we could have life abundantly. We could live and not just survive, we could really fully 
live. And, you know, it says in John 14 and verse 19, it says, Jesus says, because I live, you also will live. And inviting Christ into our hearts is as simple as saying, Jesus, I need a savior. I've sinned. I've messed up. I need you to forgive me. And I invite you to come in and be Lord of my life. I want to follow you. Amen. It's that simple. You can stop, rewind this podcast and play that again because that's how we begin a relationship with Jesus. But then there's that discipling and learning about him, learning more about him and how to walk with him. That's the rest of the story. And that's what I'm passionate about is helping us find tools that will help us in our everyday life walk with the Lord and apply these things because there's so many assets that are at our hand so so many you know and like I said I firmly believe we have a God-given right to overcome when we're overwhelmed by life circumstances and you know when I was widowed at 49 um, it felt like my life was over life had fallen apart and life as I knew it had But one of the things the Lord showed me is you, he said, you have a God-given right to overcome in this heartbreak. And I'm going to, as you turn to me, I'm going to lead you. And you have a God-given right to get the better of this situation. And I can tell you now, 12 years down the road, God has done that for me. Um, You know, many people have had heartbreak, adversity, crisis, But it's as we turn to God and we look to Him, He promises to make all things work together for our good, that we draw closer to Him and we can have a closer relationship. I know many people that got mad at God when things didn't turn out the way they wanted and they pushed Him away. And I think, what a tragedy. What a tragedy because that's the very time that we need His comfort, His love, His help, His guidance the very most. So turn to the Lord in your crisis and He'll help you. He'll help you. And by all means, if you haven't invited Christ into your heart, do so. You can pray that prayer, and I'm going to pray again at the end. Um, I just ask that, you know, as we approach the next few days and the, and the holidays, the Easter season, that it just be a time of renewal between you and, and Jesus, that you just express to Him how much you love Him, that you ask Him to show you how to overcome in the situation that you face in your everyday life, And that you just experience the power of the Holy Spirit. Because God is right there to help us in every situation that we we face. So, you know, as we wrap things up, I I just pray that you have a joyous, joyous Easter. So let's pray. Oh God, I thank you so much for Jesus and the sacrifice that he made so that we could live and not just survive. Lord, that we could live and we could live life abundantly and a full life and a good life. And I thank you that we can trust you. I pray for each one listening that they would trust you at a deeper level with whatever is bothering their heart, whether it's family conflict, whether it's um, economic threat, whether it's afraid of our future, Lord, we don't know what the future holds, but we know who holds us, and that's you. And so just draw each person, Lord, 
Let them feel you near and close in your great, great love and understand in a greater way the sacrifice you made so that we can have life and life to the full. I pray healing for broken hearts. I pray peace over fearful hearts. And I pray, Lord, just your great love saturate each family. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you haven't invited Jesus into your heart, I want to lead you in a prayer. Say, God, I come to you, and I need a Savior. I want to invite you to be Lord of my life. I ask you to forgive me of the wrong I've done. And teach me how to walk with you. Put godly people in my life to help me grow. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me on my website and um, where it says contact me and shoot me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Also, you can leave comments in this podcast and check me out on social media um, as well as TikTok under my name. Have a very blessed and wonderful, wonderful Easter.